Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Pilot Hellions. Welcome. Damn, wrong podcast. Hey, this is Steve from the Potter Than Hell podcast. Welcome to the show. This is the Shout It Out Loud cast. But before we get going, I want to ask my guy something. BC, are you feeling low with no place to go? Yeah, and I'm thinking I'm going to scream. Hey, BB, do you recall Days in the City? Yeah, and I think back, oh, what a pity. And hey, Dylan, do you feel uptight on a Saturday night? Yeah, man, my heater's broken. I am so tired. Well, I'm going to throw another log on the fireplace and listen to the Shout Out Loud cast. Oh, yeah. Steve, stand by my side, and I'll be next to you. Oh, God. Shut the fuck up, BC. If you people want a little bit of rock and roll, I said if you people want a little bit of rock and roll, shout it out loud. Kisami, it's Tom and Zeus, and another episode of Shout It Out Loud Cast, episode 60, 60, we're calling this one Strange Ways, Kiss Draft 5, Tom, how are ya? Yeah, the drafts are back, baby, it's been a long time, six months, Jericho was the last draft, yep. Yep, it's been a it's been a while. Uh, the last draft we did was, I think, non makeup. Correct. That's that's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we love the draft, so um, that's uh, that's going to start us off on a great way. The uh, getting into March, a uh, nice way to end February. That's um, right. So, what's going on over there in uh, New Hampshire? Uh, well, no coronavirus outbreak yet up here, so I'm, I haven't been quarantined. I don't see any Walking Dead or any friggin' bodies walking around, so I'm good for right now, I think. Yeah, the coronavirus, I think, was created in freshman year, Flynn, uh, <laughs> and at the, uh, not in Flynn, I take that back. That was O'Hara. called O'Hara Hall, where yep. all the freshmen would go, and the one where we got all together and we became good friends is in the area we called the pits. That's pits right. It's south. Yep. Oh, it was just, oh, oh. pew. <laughs> That's where Mr. Feces was created. Yep. 
<laughs> we still haven't really identified the Mr. Feces story. No. We'll get into that soon, but yeah, the if Mr. Feces probably created um the coronavirus and Ebola, SARS, the they all, they, all came, they they were all created in that little friggin' phone booth around the corner before the double doors. That's when, <laughs> that's when our long suffering janitor Chuck would have a fucking mask on when he had to clean the bathroom after there would be there would be police tape. Like yep. telling you you couldn't go in that section of the bathroom because Mr. Fe- <laughs> Mr. Feces had struck. Yeah, it was and- like a it was a it was a crime scene. He, he, and he would he would tape it off and leave like notes. <laughs> and he, had, he would have a gas like those those fucking Michael Jackson masks on, right? And he would have to clean that poor area. Yeah, hey, you mean like Ooh. the yeah. what's that? I mean the mask the masks that everybody in China is wearing. Yeah, where they walk around the airport, you see people in those hospital masks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> off right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Anyways, so uh, life is good. Uh, but let's find out what uh, what we talked about last week. Last week was box set disc two. Nice. Uh, we love we love doing episodes. We love doing album reviews and, uh, of course, talking about box set. So let's start off with a poll, which I, I don't know what the is the matter with all you people out there. But the Facebook poll, um, well, don't hesitate, crushed it in the Twitter and uh, Facebook poll. That was the big winner. And kind of, I would probably not argue with that. But what the fuck, people on Twitter, Mad Dog comes in last lined got more votes thank you tom dust one of our favorite fans and listeners for pushing that narrative love is blind good god tom we love you but come on buddy yeah that was uh that is what i would say pretty brutal um (laughs) and it's it's one of those things that uh one person says something next thing you know people like hey i'm not yeah i guess i shouldn't be ashamed um you know, to vote this way. Don't be ashamed to call his to name. Call his name. <laughs> Don't be ashamed to call his name. And and also, we talked about it before we started recording. We always do the patented save it. But uh, the Twitter poll, not a lot of votes compared to a lot of our a lot of our previous polls. And I think, like you said, you're like, oh, these are all like deep cuts, demos off the box set. You know, it ha- unless it's like. What song do you like better, Destroy or, uh, you know, uh, Detroit Rock City or Rock and Roll All Night? You're not going to get a lot of votes. So come on, people. Yeah, it's just we always complain about like that kisses stays in its, you know, the same comfortable area. The fans are doing no different. That's right. You know, you, you're giving Paul an excuse to continuously play the same shit because, you know, you, that's how you vote. Yep. So when you know they put up a poll, let's say if Kiss ever does it, they won't. Um, if they ever did, hey, what what song should we sing? Ninety percent will be like Love Gun. <laughs> yep. You know, they it's, won't be like pick this song or something obscure. It's true, and the same thing happened with the uh, Facebook votes. We we I mean we always get more votes on Facebook because of all the the, the groups. What kind of but, groups? Toxic Facebook groups. 
<laughs> but even though, but even those numbers were down. And I think it's just like people like, oh yeah, I, I, we actually had a guy. And look, we're not in the business. We're not in the we're not in the business of shitting on Kiss fans. But I'm gonna have to do that here for a second, if you can forgive me. There are there are Kiss Facebook groups out there. Now, I would like to think that if you are in a Kiss Facebook group, that you are a a Kiss fan. Okay, forgive me if I'm jumping to conclusions. So we posted the poll: which demo is better? Don't you hesitate or Mad Dog? And some guy commented and said. I've never heard of either one of these songs. What album are they on? I was, but I wanted to kick him out of the Facebook group. How do you not know these songs? How is that possible? I mean, I know they're not hits, but it's the box set. And when I, when I told, I explained, I'm like, oh, they're off disc two of the box set. He was like, oh, okay, thanks. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, dude. Who's the guy in the makeup that looks like the cat? Yeah. Um, Peter Chris or Eric Singer? Oh, okay. You mean pudgy Eric Singer? All right. So I, I now you got me off track. Here we go. I knew it. That's why I did it. Oh, God. So I sent our toxic text group made up of um, me, you, Murph, Sonny, Steve and Michael from uh, Grown Up Rock. And um, who else is on it? And uh, Steve. Steve Wright from Part of the Hell. For part of the hell, I sent a photo. It was a picture of some people with the group. Okay, like there was somebody in the. It was, photo the, with, it was, it was the David Lee Roth picture, I think, with with Kiss. Okay. And we were commenting on the fact that <laughs> look how happy David Lee Roth was. Great, look, picture. look, him, he's ecstatic. That, and then I think you jumped in and go, yeah. <laughs> total opposite of how Kiss looks in these photos. Oh, like they, oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, mm, yep. yay. Mm, yeah, like okay. What do we have to do next? Like so, like uh, forced to be in this photo to smile. Yep. Um, and it looked painful. But then I blew it up. I enlarged <laughs> the photo, and I was like, just look at Eric Singer. What? Which part of this is worse? Like what? I'm like, what the fuck makes him look ridiculous? And I think you said he looks like he has like a like a bootleg Halloween costume on. <laughs> like they're not cool. Look at his outfit. So what did I do? I took a screenshot of Peter in his makeup. Yep. And I put it right next to Eric in that makeup. Uh, look at the difference. I'm like, what is it? And it's, it's like his pudgy face. What makes him look like an idiot? Well, I think we've talked about it. We did cover. We did briefly talk about this in the past. I think it, it's it's Eric's. It's just his face. It's his. It's the shape of his mouth and lips. It's the shape of his cheeks. He has like a wider, like kind of a face. And the makeup, the whiskers in the. It just looks bad. And that wig and that and that dress and those shoes. It's just awful. Where did you get that dress? It's awful on those shoes and that coat. Jeez. It it's just a bad line. And Murph Murph had a great line. Our buddy Murph had a good line. He, when you post when you texted that picture, he goes, Eric, it looks like he's a wax figure. He doesn't even look like a human being in the picture. Yeah, it's just I think the wig yeah. is ridiculous. Look at yeah. the hair. Look at Peter Chris's hair. It's kind of feathered 70s do look, that look that he had there. Yep. Um, it looks a little bit different where he made it a little bit more spiked in, in what I'm thinking of is like the spin, ma- um, magazine photo sheet where he's smiling like an idiot. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Remember that the four in his oh, hair yeah. looks a little more spiked. But then look at him in like Dynasty and stuff and Super Kiss. His hair does not look like that. It's it looks like the stupidest wig. His outfit, his pants look like the cheap seventies fucking Halloween kiss costume pants. He's got like a, a vest that looks like he picked it up at like it looks like he got dressed at the rock and roll store at the mall. Like what Beavis used to say. Like, and, it and just it, looks ridiculous. And it also doesn't help that he's like five feet tall. Yeah, and it just he looks so uncool. Like the yeah. cat man looks like the loser in the group. Yeah. And and you're right, his face looks pudgy. So I said to you, like the whiskers, they're like 50 feet long on each side because his face is so wide. <laughs> like he's gonna be like that. It just God bless him. I love Eric Singer. I love Oh, me too. It, it just I looked at it and I'm like, you know, we we're talking about like, I hate to see, but look at David Lee Roth. It's infectious. It How really happy is. he looks. And then look at Kiss. Like, mm. we should, we should. Then, I, then I just, I'm sorry, but then I just saw Eric and I'm like, never mind that. Look at this dork in the corner. And he's anything but a dork. No, and that I think that's why we shared the picture was like you said, David Lee Roth. It's infectious. He is he's he is all of a social media posting these fantastic action pictures of him, you know, kicking up his legs and just having just just enjoying life, like grabbing life by the balls and enjoying the fact that he's David Lee Roth. And yep. and and you put that picture in there and you know, before we get into a little bit of kiss in the tour, you know, I, I want to back up for one second here because one of the other, I'm just going to kind of veer off for a second. Then we'll get back to David Lee Roth in the okay. tour. Okay. So part of the episode last week, the, the, the box set disc two was, we talked about the demo for God of thunder and thanks to our buddy, Andy, a uh, big fan of the show listener. Um, he had a nice poll and he said, in, inspired by shout it out Loudcast, What's your favorite version of God of thunder? Great poll. I wish we thought of it. Um, but he had Destroyer, Alive 2, the demo from Paul, or that Rock Honors performance with Ace and Rob Zombie, etc. Et 50% of the vote said Alive 2, which I think is the correct answer. Um, no. Really? <laughs> what do you think? Al- album version, Destroyer? Oh, the al- the Bob Ezrin's kids on the walkie-talkie. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. It gives it that stuff. I, but I like it playing that high, fast pace. I love that Rock Honors concert. Version, yeah, but but uh, the Alive Two version I like because it is a little bit faster and, and Gene's yeah. wicked de- sounds wicked demonish um, in that. Yeah, and but, then um, um, okay. yeah, and I love I love the version they do now and all the tour, the lightning going <laughs> off and then Gene constantly I can't hear you, you know. Yep. So, and then uh, and then we got a couple of YouTube comments. We got a comment from Anthem Incorporated. Okay. I don't know what that is, but thank you. They commented on the little sound clips that we dropped into last week's episode. He said the Revenge of the Nerds song is epic. <laughs> yes, it is. What the Deji Deji Deji. And then another fan of the show, Devin Dungan, said great episode, guys. So thank you for the comp. We love the feedback. We say it every episode. Thank you for the feedback. And we might have a little bit more feedback at the end of the episode, but we wanted to stay on target there with that. Stay on target. Oh, good. I can't maneuver. Stay on target. We're too close. Stay on target. So um, anything else for uh, feedback or anything? And you want to get into a little bit of news, some of the the, the, the tour that we were going to talk about? No, I think I think we're okay if, uh, you know, uh, oh, about the previous episode. 
Yeah, that's um, what I that's yeah, what I meant, yeah, there was a couple things uh, oh, yeah, I yeah. want to kind ahead. of bring up. And that was funny. Um, you know, uh, first thing you got um, Steve, who always, who's always uh, a great listener, writes, don't miss the latest Shout It Out Loud cast. In fact, don't miss any, in parentheses, in capital letters. As ever, a great mix of music, arguments, impressions, rants, and the odd fact in the great demo version of God of Thunder. Uh, apart from the background vocals, obviously, we make love till we bleed. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the other one. Yeah. We talked about in the episode that those lyrics are like, what the, what are you thinking about, Paul? <laughs> and then our, our favorite kiss couple. Uh, yeah, that's right. Shout it out loudcasters. That's right. Um, Sue, who uh, her and her fiance Ray, or heavy petting slash mayo, heavy pet. Um, I can literally hear your podcast echoing through the house right now as Ray cleans up the kitchen, laughing over and over. Thanks for all uh, always entertaining him, so I don't have to. Well, guess <laughs> what? You're getting married soon. Um. At that point, I don't know. Do you think she'll still have to entertain him or not? I don't know, but I'll tell you right now. Let me just say this. Okay. They live in the New England region. We know that. So do we. I'm just going to say it right now. Today is Wednesday, February 26, 2020. If Shout It Out Loudcast is not invited to that wedding and not allowed to record a live episode from the Heavy Mayo wedding, (laughs) there's going to be a problem. That's all I'm going to say right now. So I know you're listening, so make plans for it. You can stick us at the little nerd table with the photographers if you want. That's okay. Like, like what was that, an Adam Sandler when he was at the wedding singer? Yeah. Or the mute on the mutants over at table 15 or whatever. <laughs> That'll be us. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Some of us will never, ever find true love. Like, take, for instance, me. And I'm pretty sure that guy right there. And that lady with the sidebars. And basically everybody at table nine. But the worst thing is that me, fatty, sideburns lady, and the mutants over at table nine will never ever find a way to better the situation. Because apparently we have absolutely nothing to offer the opposite sex. Um, so the other uh-huh. thing he writes, uh, <laughs> he writes, this is heavy mayo. Uh, something is dancing all over her face and it's not Jean's feet. <laughs> yeah. More discussion about what that song's about. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. Awesome um, stuff. Yeah. 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 So do you want to move on now? Yeah. Let's, so let's get back into the tour with David Lee Roth and uh kiss. So kiss right now, they just finished up. A little area up in the the uh, middle middle America there, and up in um, North Dakota, Minnesota, and all that area there. So th- I think they got a couple days off before they head to the West Coast. Uh, the set list change: Crazy Nights is out, and Do You Love Me is back in. Uh, that was a couple shows ago. Ooh, what a big change! But I'm I, I'd always love to know like why because it's still a Paul song. It's not like they're giving his his 
his vocals a break. Um, I mean, personally, I love it because Crazy Nights was a dud for me, and I love Do You Love Me, but I so, don't know. so that's back in there. But let's get to the uh, the, the the news that you shared with me. Um, yeah. You want to talk? Small newspaper wrote a, uh, a review on Kiss in the concert. You got the article up? No, but I have, I have, oh. I have, I have, no, but, but I have, I have just some yeah, of them. Make me find it. Well, uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, while, while you find it, I can uh, kind of briefly talk about it. So it was a review of the show, one of the shows in Minnesota. And, you know, obviously Kiss is not for the critics. We know that. But they actually accused Kiss of, quote, phoning it in. <laughs> and uh, there was another article, I think also from uh, a Minnesota publication, saying that David Lee Roth saved them. Yeah. So that's that's pretty bad. Um, and I also saw a person that we follow on Twitter. I'm not sure if they follow us or whatever, but a, a, a guy on Twitter said, uh, commenting about the show in Lincoln, Nebraska, um, said that the, the, uh, the arena was only half full, yeah. which is shocking because when we came, when we went to our show in Manchester, we said it uh, during our show review episode, the place was packed. It was, it was packed. It was, there was no, no empty. I couldn't see any empty seats. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm worried about this. And I said that, you know, we talked about it during our uh, our show review that there was lo- there was a little bit of a low energy problem there. Um, yeah, and, and now it, other people are starting to see that, including critics. But go ahead. Zeus. So this was a Star Tribune, and he talked about David Lee Roth and Kiss came around last year at the end of the road tour and numerous other times in the 2010s. Um, you know, and he talks about basically. Uh, with their arsenal of blood, thunder, and pyro becoming too predictable. One year into a two-and-a-half-year farewell tour, a formula that arguably got old even on their previous farewell tour, um, Kiss uh, Metal Gods to give Minnesota fans more bang for their buck. You know, basically, their solution is to bring out, you know, David Lee Roth. And, you know, they kind of shit on David Lee Roth. Obviously, this person's kind of a hater. Um, but... This was one of their many tired elements on Monday show. So was the set list, which featured only two songs not played last winter. Tears are falling in Parasite, the former a dated mushy one from the band's makeup less 80s era and the later a classic fraily composition. Hey, Kiss, why not just go ahead and bring back Ace already? Even a third guitarist. Uh, and why not trade out uh, trade out tired Post heyday tunes such as War Machine, Say Yeah, and Psycho Circus for more classic stuff not yet played. Maybe then think about hiring someone to come up with new between song banter for Star Child, too. Oof. Surely we can figure out alternatives to the illness invoking setups to Dr. Love in Colgin. Um, you know, he was talking, they talk about floor seats slipped to $34. Um, you know, and there were a lot of first time people there. It looked like, um, you know, and then they talk a little bit about the, you know, the, the pyro jeans, uh, Stanley zip lining over their 10,000 fans. You, you talk about it being far from full, but you still, it's 10,000 fans showed up in Minnesota, you know, in the middle of winter. And, um, you know, it's just the same old, basically giving them crap for having the same old, um, you know, set list, same old routine, and Stanley vo- voice sounding as shaky as Diamond Dave's dancing butt. 
you know, it's just that they're they're basically saying what, unfortunately, what me and you have been kind of talking about. Yep. And at some point, their self-respect and pride is being kissed. Do you remember when I, we talked about this before? When they went out on tour and they did the reunion, Gene was boasting. We're going to show you how the big boys do it. Yep. Uh, they're not talking like that right now. Look, I, it pains me to say this, and <clears throat> we did like, again. We did say it during our uh, show review episode. They're one month into this tour that is supposed to last for another year and a half, uh, and they're all. Uh, I mean, they're getting negative feedback from us. They're getting negative feedback from critics. Now, again, it's a Kiss show. It's fantastic. We already have tickets for a show in yeah. September. We're going back. We lo- we love we love the environment. We love the show. We love the, mm-hmm. the you know the whole event. But you know, it, I fear that they're going to go out like with a limp. This is just. It's just. I don't know. They can't expect to sustain all this no they have the kiss um you know the kiss faithful the kiss army that'll back them up almost any city they go to at least five to seven thousand strong but you know it's stale it's stale how do you expect people to continuously go and you gotta change it up and i hate to say this but i and i and i feel like there's no one else to blame for all this but paul agreed right it Change the fucking shit up. Stop with this nonsense about, you know, people go, I know what songs are the new songs. Cause they go, dude, you think people are jumping up and down because you're playing fucking psycho circus. You're wrong. You're wrong. No one yep. gives a shit about it. So change it up, make it so that people like I am tired of seeing other bands and hearing about other bands that do polls to what song should we play? Or this, or you know, these guys gonna do stuff that I know you don't you don't hear all their hits, but they, at least they put up some deep cuts and change it up a little. These guys Dude, don't do any of that stuff. David Lee Roth has a, he has is even mixing up his set list occasionally, adding a couple different things or or adding a song or playing something they didn't play the previous show. He's uh, mixing stuff up. I mean, we look, we've said it before that we we know that their show is is uh you know choreographed and scheduled and etc. But there are so many songs. This is your end of the road tour, okay? You're not playing Firehouse. You're not playing Strutter. You're not playing um, Come On and Love Me. You're not, you're not playing I Stole Your Love. What the? I mean, like. And the feeling know, like the- is, and the feeling is, we're not going to hear it. They're not changing. No. Between me and you, we're almost got to the point where, like, yeah, they're, they're, they won't play that. They, yeah, they beat us into submission. And I'll tell you I, right now, if that final show in July of whatever it is, 2021 or whatever, if that's just another final show, if it's yeah. this, but it's their last one, oh boy, that, that is going out. It, that is going out with a fucking thud. So, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to spend too much time shitting on them because it, it, it upsets me. I get a little upset, get a little upset, Yeah, but, um, um but I, fe- I fear that this is going to be a long tour for them because they're a month into it. And um, they shouldn't just, be looking this on their their what the fifth leg I think they're on that now, but the second time kind of around. Yeah, they shouldn't be this like lethargic. They nope. shouldn't be this stale. Paul shouldn't look like he's half dead or act like he's half dead. I told you in our, our concert, he's like, yeah, is it over here? No, they're not the loudest. Okay, yeah, it's you in the middle. Okay, next yeah. song is like that's not him. The only one who consistently looks fired up and just ready to rock is gene he i think he looks and sounds awesome every night and you know we said it before uh, eric and tommy they sound terrific they sound awesome as great as they ever have 
they just look like they're going through the friggin' motions. They're doing their thing. Paul's doing the best he can. I just, I'm just, I, I just don't want to see the band that I love just fall on their face. And it just, I don't know. I don't, you know, yeah. kudos, kudos to that reporter for that critic for being honest. Cause that's the first, like I, we went to the show. So I agree with pretty much everything he said. Unfortunately, I, I think that guy's a hater though, because he started, he brought up the whole ACE and Peter. Well, yeah, that's just pretty, like that means yeah. you don't know anything about the fucking story. You're just throwing right. out tired cliches. Hey, hey, you don't like Kiss and you're a Kiss fan? Tell me some bad shit so I can put it in there. Yeah, but these guys it, look tired. But what does it say about the show when you have lifelong diehards like us kind of agreeing with a newspaper critic? How often does that happen? Pretty much yeah. never. So where is the self-respect for them to be like, guys, let's, you know, fucking let's get it together. I. I am not about to call Paul Stanley lazy. He is no. anything but lazy. No. Right. Guy's in great shape. There was a meme going around of him at 35 and him at 65. He looks yep. better now. Yep. And, you know, he's anything but Gene is a workaholic. Tommy and Eric can hold their own. They're fine. They We expect more from them. All right. I know there's the voice issue and this and that doesn't matter. You know, do your best out there. We don't give a shit, but don't give me again for the millionth time. I'm going to come out to you. Call my name. Okay. Here comes love gun. I'm going to swing across the like, okay. Mm. But see, I don't even mind those stage props. Those are okay. Just, just, but just mix up the songs. And I, and again, I know we're beating a dead horse. I get it. I get it. But, you know, I don't know. I think word's going to get out, and you got to wonder what's going to happen to these venues by the time you start hitting. I mean, by the time we get to the show, our show's not for another six months, eight months. Yeah. I mean, And I you know. hope they step up because the other issue is wait till those other tours start coming around. Absolutely. And people have the choice to go to a rock, hard rock, 80s, 70s band that they can pay, and there's four people on the bill, and they haven't heard them around. Or I can go see Kiss again. Doing the same set list in the same shit. I think there's people getting tickets for David Lee Roth, if I recall correctly. And Stephen Michael, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I thought he said that David Lee Roth kind of maybe pushed him over the edge to go and be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go see these guys. You know, I like Kiss, but, you know, David Lee Roth, maybe that'll add some fun. I mean, we said it was a smart move by Kiss to pull in somebody like David Lee Roth because without him, whoo, I don't know what yeah, they're, they're getting along great. And that's yep. awesome. I'm yep. happy to hear it. It's the closest thing you're going to hear to having Van Halen, too. Exactly. It's true. Right? Yep. Yep. So all right. So that was uh anything else in Kiss News? No, I think we're uh I think it's time for the draft. Oh, the only thing I was gonna add is uh what's his name? You see the fight? Fury versus Wilder? I heard about it, but I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it. Okay. No, no big deal. Um it's funny because apparently uh it reminds me of the whole um Rocky four fucking uh, fake documentary when they're like Apollo Creed was oh, in yeah. was in dance shape, <laughs> but he wasn't in fighting shape, and that's why he uh, lost the fight and died. Um, <laughs> versus uh, Drago there, Apollo Creed was in dance shape, not boxing shape. Creed is clearly exhausted by the dance number he did with James Brown five minutes earlier. Well, apparently uh, Deontay Wilder came out. And he was wearing like this fucking warrior costume. Oh, and there everyone was like, oh, he had fucking dead legs. And he came out and admitted that he was tired and his legs were tired from wearing his 40 pound costume on before the fight. 
See? And now I'm just like, there you go, Gene. There you go, Paul. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It made me think of him. It yep. made me think of them. Um, and if a fucking guy like that, who's in that great shape, I am shocked. We haven't heard Gene Simmons quote this yet. I know. He probably will. <laughs> I maybe probably I'll, will. Maybe I'll tag him on it and he'll fucking retweet it. Do um, it. But I just found that to be funny. So nice. um, anything else? Nope. I'm ready to go. All right. But before we get started, uh, let me take a break for a second because uh, I'm in need of love. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And we're back I know it was hard times For you guys to wait for us Not to be confused with Good times Oh boy Good times Very well played, my friend. Very right. well played. Very great nice. Show, great show from the 70s. Did you watch Absol- it? Absolutely. Tourette, one of the best. Who was your favorite character? Oh, man. Gotta be Mr. Bookman Buffalo <laughs> Butt. <laughs> <laughs> or who was yours? Walona? <laughs> she, poor lady, just passed away. Walona did. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, I love Mr. Bookman Buffalo Butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked him. I liked uh, I liked Balderman Davis. <laughs> They're fucking uh, Balderman. Yeah, <laughs> he used to call him Balderman, and he yes. can never remember Walona's name. And you too, Monina, whatever he'd call her. <laughs> yes, and he used to do like the Nixon thing. I am not a crook. Whatever oh, he'd say. That uh, show is so good. Oh, oh my god, that was yep. the best. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Baldwin Davis. <laughs> Buffalo butt. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right. All right. So this week we are doing 
a kiss draft. And this is one of the, my favorite um, of all the kiss drafts we've done. This might be one of my favorite ones because, not that there's many choices, it is unique. It is typical shout it out loud cast type of episode where it's very little quirky and comes up. We come up with these fun little ideas. So why don't you tell everybody what we're doing? So this is going to be a draft of songs that are not sung by Paul or Gene. So songs with a main lead vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. The songs with a lead vocals are strictly Peter Ace, Eric Carr, Eric Singer, Bruce Kulick, Tommy Thayer. No Paul, no Gene. So no duets, like no no Black Diamond, um, no no It's My Life, um, yep. nothing like nothing like that. Yep. No, um, you wanted the best from Psycho Circus, right? Uh, no, nothing to lose. So some songs you might be like, oh, would you forget? We can't do it. If Gene and Paul so- sang any part of the song, it's out. Um, we are including the solo albums of Ace and Peter. So, yes. so that may, makes us, uh, you know, there's, there's a good 20, uh, 30, about 40 songs maybe here to pick from at least. Yeah, and we're not, yeah. And we're not, we're not, and we're not talking about like backing vocals or harmonic vocals. So that that's obviously this song. We're talking about songs that feature, like, like we said, black diamond that's not included because Paul sings the intro. Um, so yep. this will be a good one. There's a, there's a lot of material here, so who knows uh, what we're going to do. So we're doing 12 songs each, correct? Yep. Like we normally do 12 songs each. Um, and this is, and we are picking, I, I, I'm going to be perfectly honest, guys. We are picking for us. We're not yes. picking what is the fan favorite to make an album for you. So if that was the case, everybody, me and you would be fighting over Beth. We'll be fighting over the most popular, you know, yep. cri- not even critics, but fan choice, more yep. popular name song. This is what I would want on a CD that I can draw, drive my car with and with something you would want. Okay. And we yep. know each other's taste. So this is going to be funny uh, picking this stuff out and there's strategy involved. So if Tom knows that my favorite acoustic is Faction Mira. And he doesn't like it. He thinks it's okay. He might pick it with the first pick overall. Just to, you know, make sure I don't get it. Um, So this is how we're going to go. Tom has the first pick. So in the first non-Gene, non-Paul kiss draft, what's the number one pick? Here we go.
top five Kiss song for me off of Ace's solo album. It, of course, is the one and only Rip It Out. Um, I, I, I know it's off the uh, solo album, but it's still in the Kiss catalog. And uh, I, it's just a song that I can't ever get sick of. The riff, the drummings, the, dr- the drumming, um, it's just a fantastic killer song. And I just love it. And that's, uh, that's my number one. I knew you were going to pick that number one. Yep. Uh, I have, it, it was asterisk for me. So therefore I would have picked it and would have picked it very high. If not the number one, if I had number one pick, I would pick it first simply because I mean, it, it'd be up there. My, one of the top five I would want, but I know you would want it. So I yep. consider that a steal. Okay. So that, then it goes to me. I can't wait to see this. So I am all over the place on this. Um, there are stuff that I love. There are stuff that I like. Then there is stuff that I know that you like. So with that being the case, I'm going with this. right she wants a rocket ride oh look at you all right all right love the song um got one of the best riffs how the fuck is it that he doesn't play this all the time or you know for me why wouldn't kiss because ace doesn't play this anymore it's not his signature song it is a fantastic song Unbelievable. Why the fuck shouldn't Tommy sing this? Yep. I bet you could do an awesome job on it. I think Tommy's got an awesome voice. I like hearing him sing. Yeah. He certainly sing better than Ace. So why wouldn't Tommy sing this song live? I think it would, you know, as we were talking about stale, what a difference it would be like. Yeah, Tommy sings Rocket Ride. Not, you know, Tommy sings Shock Me or, right. you know, something from Ace's solo where it's like, Hey, there's no reason to do that. Now you're being a dick to Ace. Right. <clears throat> Rocket Ride would not be considered that. No, and I agree. If, if if Tommy is doing, you know, that little scene in the in the concert with the spaceships on the screen and him firing the rockets from his guitar. You got a little, you got a little scene going on here? Yeah, I guess we got a little scene going over here. A few people laying around the house and shit. A little scene. I mean, if, if they're doing you know, that, which every which everybody knows was iconic for Ace. 
then like you said, Rocket Ride is not his signature live song. Shock Me is. So, ah, whatever. Ah, whatever. All right, let's continue. Number two for me. Here we go. My favorite Ace solo off of my favorite Kiss album. Bring it. Keeping the ace streak alive. Shock me. It was going to be number one, but I was afraid that you might steal rip it out at number one. So it was a gamble. It was there for me at, at my second pick. So shock me. My uh, I put it right there with rip it out as my two favorite ace song. I love Rocket Ride, but the uh, the solo on shock me is what seals it for me. Yeah, um, I am not shocked by you picking shock me second. <laughs> um, I figured that was coming, um, you know, but. I had to get this song, so um, I made a choice, and uh, here's my number two. chance that you would steal it from me my favorite peter chris song off of hotter than hell mainline nice pick and i'm i'm shocked that you didn't take that uh number one uh, I, rock knew, and ro- I knew you wouldn't take mainline as your top two no way. no no i know i know and that's where the strategy comes into play yeah um yeah but i didn't want to push it i didn't want to push it after that yep no mainline's a great mainline's a great song now this is interesting for me well, no, keep, keep, you got anything more to say about mainline? Other no, than it's just an, another, you know, song that they played, you know, maybe fans wouldn't like it, but you know, they've played it on the kiss cruise, play it on the kiss cruise again. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, no, I know. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great song. It really is a good song. I, I get Paul's point. If they played mainline in one of their concerts, 
yeah, maybe people would be like, what the fuck is this? I get it. Mainline is different. Don't tell me fans would be like, what the fuck is this? If they played Rocket Ride. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? They'd go insane for it. Exactly. All right. So now we're gonna, now for me, this is going to be kind of uh, an interesting thing because Rip It Out and Shock Me were easy one and twos for me. And then you took Rocket Ride. So that's that's gone. So now... Now this is going to be a little bit of more uh, a little bit of analysis here for me. So for so for my third pick, I'm going with this one. You are my woman. Off a dynasty, a classic that I absolutely love. I'm going to keep the ace train going. Save your love. Another great song. I wish he would do more. I love the lyrics. Uh, yep. You know, I love the the the, the whole the, you know the melody. That just it's just a great song. I don't know why they don't. He doesn't give it more love. You got the, those that little harmony or uh, that little background harmony with Paul. So before yep. before before people say you can't take save your love, I can hear Paul's voice. Yeah, that's not the same. Yeah, right, right. But uh, no. Nah, plus, it's off Dynasty. I mean, come on, you're talking about my favorite albums here. So, yeah. So what, what do we got? Um, number three to me, strategy involved.
I was going to take this. Hooked on rock and roll off Peter's solo album. I got you laughing. Oh, I, I, I'm not. I, you know what it is? I'm not laughing. Ugh. I'm not laughing at the pick because I like the song. I that's think why laughing. I picked it because I think of all the Peter Chris solo songs, that's the one you like. Well, I, no, there's, uh, there's, uh, forget, I won't say anything, but I think it's, I'm laughing at the fact that we like that song. We, of all the songs on it, it's the most rock and roll. Um, yeah, okay. I, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Besides, it's in also gets more love because it's in, um, uh, the movie. So, yeah, no, I, 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 it, it's a, it's a fun song. It's a good song. I agree. I agree. Number four to you. All right. Number four to me. Um, oh boy. I'm talking strategy. here. I think the cat man needs a little love. So, uh, That's, let me, give me, give okay. me a little cat. Give me a little cat man at number four. Here we go. Could be a steal, baby driver off a of rock and roll over. One of my favorite Peter songs. Not not necessarily my favorite, um, but just a great song. And we we say that every time we talk about a lot of these Peter songs, we're just like, ah, oh, why didn't they include these in a live set or anything? That's just a great song. Yep, uh, I like it. Uh, it's driving his lyrics when he starts, you know, fucking screeching. Oh, it's oh awesome. yeah. Yep. Great song. Yep. All right. Me. Strategy involved here. All right. I know where I'm going with this.
that's right. I did this because I think you were going to pick this off of Hot in the Shade, Little Caesar. Ooh. Love that song. Love the lyrics. Uh, love Eric's delivery. Um, the only thing I don't love is the production because it, you know, you can tell after all the remixed Kiss CDs I have, you could tell the volume on that in the production isn't as good. Yeah, uh, but I love Little Caesar. I love it not because oh he has an Eric song. Yeah, no, I love the song and I wish they played it. That's a good. It's a it's a really good song. Um, you know what? Another Eric was on. You know how many friggin' albums had one lead vocal? I mean, uh, and he had a good voice. That's what I'm saying. He had a great voice. So uh, you know, God rest his soul. But they, he sh- we should have gotten more out of him with vocals. Little Caesar's a good tune for sure. Yeah. All right, let's see. Here we go. Uh, let's go back to uh, yeah, let's go back to this album. Here we go. Ace's solo speeding back to my baby. Love this song. I remember when I got the solo albums, what they came out when we what five? I probably didn't get it right when I was five. Maybe got it when I was a little bit older, like six. I love I 
at that age, for some reason, Speeding Back to My Baby was a song that stuck out for me because it was a little bit more poppier. You know, Rip It Out was a heavy song. Speeding Back to My Baby had a little bit more of a poppy vibe to it, and uh, I still love it. Yeah, that's because they all speeding back. Oh, speeding back. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the it's like the people who sing good times are in the background <laughs> singing speeding back to my baby. <laughs> speeding back. Good times. In the time we've been. All right. Oh. So on speeding back to my baby, I can remember when I started getting back into Kiss in the Back uh, catalog. Remember, I was in junior high. I was hanging out with a kid that lived in the projects of East Arlington. Um, and he played this for me again. And he, okay. he's like, dude, listen to this. And it was a record. He's like, listen to this guitar. That guitar. Oh, it was awesome. The solo. solo. Yeah. Yep. He was, and I was like, and he was like going off. Like, so when I hear it and I think of that solo, I get that other people are like, that fucking solo rocks. That yep. quirky thing where he just stops. And then goes nuts. Yep. Um, I, I always, every time I hear that song, I think of me, that kid playing that for me. Um, yeah, from the wrong side of the tracks in East Hollington. <laughs> um, number five to me, Tomas. right buddy don't let me find you oh god sleeping with another man <laughs> i don't know how many kiss uh. crafts lists that i've put this song on if peter chris sells one more fucking peter chris solo album it's because of it's, the love that i've given this song and this album shout it out loud cash you get some uh, a check for some kind of residual for this because no no other I don't. If there's another Kiss podcast out there pushing this album the way we are, the God bless you. But boy, we love this album. I, and I, yeah. you like you like it a little bit more than me, but I do like a it. little more than you. Yeah, well, I, I think I like it a lot more than you because no, I'm the only I, one I, that I, keeps talking. You like it? Yeah. I love it. Okay. Um, okay. And and but you like this song, I think. And uh, I fear that you would probably put it on your list if I didn't get it at some point to give the the solo album a little bit of love. Yep. I just like it. I like the lyrics. I think this is a pretty good rocking song. And then you know who makes his appearance on this? 
Oh, absolutely. You need, you need Rolf in the kiss draft. <laughs> so, yep, absolutely. Good stuff. All right, here we go. Um, oh boy. Let's see. <coughs> what do I want here? All right. Okay. Here we go. Jim, Getaway. Love this song. I love it. I, I love everything on Dress to Kill. I love how everything is so tightly produced and very poppy and snappy. And uh, Getaway is just like that. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm indifferent to it. Um, it's amazing uh, how the Peter favorite. songs. It's amazing how the Peter songs I love. You're very like, eh. eh. Nah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah just uh, it's all right. Um, me again, strategy involved. So I'm going to go with this gem.
Sodom and Gomorrah. Wow. I d- now, I'll be honest with you. I did not know you were that big of a fan of this song. Uh, I like it. I know that you like it. So it, I picked it. This has absolutely, and I will put it this way. If if people, if people Peter Chris is making an extra dime off of his solo album, Kiss is making an extra dime <laughs> off of The Elder because of how much I talk about Dark Light and how it is easily, to me, if not the best, shock me in my opinion is the best, the most underrated, unbelievable solo on this song. Yep. So good. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to let the solo play out when we play the clip for this song. I'll play Perfect. it out for a reason why. People a little deserve. long. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Very um, good. So that's my number six. Up to you. Number seven, buddy. Excellent. Number seven to me. <sighs> All right. Um. I'm going to go with this one. I, I know you don't like it, but I, you know, I, I've let it slip this long. It, it, it needs to be high up on my list. I know it's a draft. I know there's strategy involved, but uh, I, I love the song too much to have it slip. So uh, give me a little bit of the cat, man. Peter Chris song that you hate, but I, I still took it at number seven. Hooligan. I know the lyrics are ridiculous. They're laughable and funny, but something about the musical vibe of this song. I just, I've loved it since the first day I heard it. Um, another reason why, why love guns, my favorite album. It's got my favorite Peter song, my favorite Ace song. Um, love this song. I know you hate it for some reason. I wasn't going to pick it. So I know that you're right. You took it out of loyalty to the song, this high, because you knew I would never pick it. Pretty much. Um, as I said, with the utmost um, critique and, um, you know, fancy way of describing a song, it's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it, it, stupid. But, but, I, but I, I love the music. The lyrics are a joke. It's some of the worst lyrics in any Kiss song ever made. I agree with that. I'm not going to. But the, I just love the music. But anyways, that's That's who's looking for me. Yep. That's my number seven now coming up. Um, I'm going to go with this because I think you're going to take it. So I'm taking this now. Here we go. (laughs) 
off of Tom's favorite album, second favorite album, Dirty Living. Oh, yeah. Great song. Great song. Yep. Great. What? A, that's such a great Catman song. Great yeah. Peter song. So it's, good. The guitar on it's excellent. Yeah. I just think the whole vibe it gives off is very different. Yep. Um, yep. I like Dirty Living. Yep. Excellent song. Excellent yep. song. So for my number eight, uh, let's stay with Dynasty, shall we? And give me Ooh. this one. Times are dead and gone. And I can see you shaking your head a little bit there. Is that a steal, perhaps? <sighs> I played a little strategy. I like Dirty Living better than Hard Times. Yep. Um, I worried you would take Dirty Living to get to me. I didn't think you'd yeah. take Hard Times this early. Yeah, I would have picked Hard Times coming up. That might have been my next pick. But I thought okay. I could get away with not picking it that early. Uh, okay. I was wrong. And you took it. So <laughs> here we go. Hard Times, right. great song. Great yep. lyrics. Just kick ass the drums. Everything about this album. I mean, you know, this I song. We, excuse me. I think we've talked about it before. And we're, not, we're not breaking any news here. But I think, the th- I think one of the things that. You know, people, I think I was made for loving you being the first song and the first single, I think kind of killed this album for a lot of, uh, fence sitter kiss fans because the album fucking kicks ass. It really if does. They started in so and put out as the first single hard times. Oh, oh God, what yeah. a difference it would have made. Yep. Absolutely yep. a difference. And maybe the third single was, I was made for loving you. Yeah. I bet you they would have got a different response. But maybe. I mean, I, lo- I love the album. I mean, I love the album. It doesn't have any effect on me, but generally speaking. Yeah. All right. Number eight for me. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. 
Ace Frehley solo album, What's On Your Mind? Oh. I know you like that song, so it's therefore song. I jumped on it. Um, it's a good I, song. I, I, it's actually well-written, good chorus, good lyrics. Yep. Pretty good song. What's On Your Mind off Ace Frehley solo? That's where I went. Yep. Good one. Very good one. All right, let's uh, let's stick right. with the, let's stick with the spaceman and let's let's uh, give me a little bit of uh, unmasked. Here we go. sides two sides of the coin is what i want on this one well if you wanted to pick three sides it'd be okay if i picked up a couple posters <laughs> um hey that's for you twisted kister if you're listening to us right here <laughs> talking about talk, talking about eating on the air ah um i love song yeah i love the ace songs on unmasked i do i know some of them are silly but i i think this song i, I love it Here's i, I could look at is I like that there's eight songs because it's different than anything else that they've done. Yes. Um, but the three songs off Dynasty destroy the three songs off Unmasked for eight. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Agreed. Yeah. Opinion. All right. But yep. Two Sides of the Coin probably is the best off that album. Um, the chorus is fantastic. It's just the middle lyrics are just. Yeah. A little silly. Choose one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Song number nine for me. Um. All right, where am I going to go? I know I'll go with this. It's so hard to 
I know you won't take this song just in case um, you might. Um, I went with Snowblind off of Ace Frilly Solo. Love the song. Great song. Guitar is awesome. Terrible uh, song. Terrible the song. Is a little, the chorus is a little, eh. But yeah, I'm Snowblind. I can't see a thing. <laughs> in my opinion, we took we already took the three best songs off that album. So eh, you can have Snowblind. Enjoy. All right. Number All right. 10 to you. 10 to me. Okay. Let's go with. Oh, boy. I'm surprised you haven't taken this yet. There's, you know what? I'm looking at my list here. There's a couple songs I'm staring at. And I'm like, I only got three left. So, shit. Um, uh, this might be the first shocker. I don't know. I don't know what you think of this. Yeah, but uh, here we go with number 10. may laugh at me but i don't give a shit i love his version on his solo album of tossing and turning i love turning salad tossing salads i just love his little funky vibe on that so i don't know it's a catchy song yes i like i couldn't sleep at all last night (laughs) i love it (laughs) it's just a catchy tune I i like it oh man all right Peter Solo uh, getting more love on any other show that you're ever going to hear of. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's all about, but what are you going to do? I hear you. Um, I know what my last song is going to be. So, because I know you're never going to take it. I so know, I know I've got to figure out what my next two songs are going to be. Um, so why don't I skip around here and. Oh, shit. I think we missed this. I know you missed it. I didn't. Yeah, I'm taking this.
miss strange ways. I didn't miss it. I have it right here. You don't you like took, it? No, no, no. I do, but I, I You I do. You do. I had it. I have two picks left. That was going to be one of them. So you took it from me, bitch. Why wouldn't you take that earlier? I thought you loved that song. Because I didn't I didn't know that you were a I know it's Peter's vocals, but I don't I didn't know that you were a fan of it. So I like it. I mean it's not one of my favorites of his, but I like it. Solo and it. it's it's a it's a it's a killer Peter song. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, what the fuck? He didn't take this? I'm like, oh, I missed it. Nope. All right. You got two more. Ah, shit. Man. Okay. This has been hanging around for a little bit too too longer than I would have preferred. So um, give me this one at number 11. is a number it's on a piece of plastic film settle down ace and fucking rolling stone you're gonna take 2000 man oh i, I love that i had it in the bag for myself later oh i'm I sorry you take it oh no. i love i, I love 2000 anything off dynasty is gonna is pretty much gonna take precedence over anything else wow so Just, i didn't expect it to take it wow yep 2000 man for me at number 11 yep all right all right so i'm gonna pick this before you pick this, oh, um, let's go.
Yes, the most obscure of songs on this list. I really like Bruce's I Walk Alone. I like the song. I think it's very different. It's I think it's a cool tune. Uh, God bless Bruce. I wish he sang and did something a little more with Kiss. Um, it's definitely better than tons of throwaways that they did. They should have let him sing some more. But uh, I Walk Alone off of Carnival of Souls, my 11. It's not a bad song. It's yeah. it's a it's different, but I think Bruce's voice is interesting. Um, it's not it's not a bad song. I I, I, won't, I probably would would have never picked it. Um, but I I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. Here we go. I got my last pick here, and I thought I was going to be kind of cruising through here, but I'm struggling right now because there's a couple things on the board here that I'm interested in. Yeah. Um. Shit. Uh. All right, give me a second because I'm kind of narrowing it down here. Okay. All right, here we go. My final song. When I see a girl, you turn my head, you make me dizzy. I get a good vibration. When I look into your big blue eyes, I start to quiver and shake. I get a strange sensation. When you walk by me, you strut around, you make me crazy. I get no relaxation. Talk to me. I went back to unmasked with talk to me. Ugh. This was tough. There was a lot of songs on the board that I liked and I don't know. I, I love unmasked as a whole and I like Ace's stuff on that. So, I mean, there's a lot of songs hanging out there right now that I was like, ah, but talk to me made it for me. Yeah. For me, I, I anything I think of the song, I think of the fucking video for this and Gene oh God. fucking. Gene fucking his bass. Like, oh yeah, yeah pumping yeah. his bass in the song. Yep. Um, yep. I don't know. It's okay, but it's yeah. It's it. It deserves, Put it this way. It's it's a tw- It's a number twelve pick. Put it that way. I don't know where to go with this next one. Okay. I have the last pick. I don't know where to go. I have so many songs I could take. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this to give it some love on our show because I'm not sure it's had any love before. Let's go. This is New York.
Stop the rain. Oh, Lord. Oh, but boy. This is New York. That's pretty much the only reason it deserves to be in this list because of that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I think it's a very good song. I'm it's not, not surprised. A song. It's not a kiss album, yep. but I think it's a very good song. I'm not surprised. Okay. Good, li- good list. Not a surprising list, but it was good. All it's right. good. Hold up. So- hold up. Give me your top three. That you would have taken as honorable mentions. I've got three. Okay, my honorable mentions would have been, shockingly, I fucking hate Monster, the album. But I actually think Tommy's song, Out of This World, is a really good song. I, 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 I had be, that on mine, too. I think I it's a, Out of This World. I think it's a good song. Um, Into the Void is okay. Off of Psycho Circus. Yeah. I, know peop- I, I know it's a fan favorite. People love that off of that. I probably would have preferred Torpedo Girl over it just because it's silly. Um, silly. Silly. I drive it silly. Silly. But I'll tell you what What almost made my list at number 12 oh, instead of talk to me was, I know you're going to you're gonna laugh at me again, but the friggin' disco-infused song off of Peter's solo album, You Matter to Me. I've always liked that song. I like the song, too. It's yep. just not one of my favorites. Yep. You so th- those th- those were all c- kind of competing for that number twelve spot for me. Okay. I had out of this world, New York groove. Ugh. M- many years since I was here. Uh, with my thumb pointing yeah. me sideways, so you know I'm talking <laughs> about me. And another one that very close to making my list, and that was that's the kind of sugar Papa likes. It's a good song. I like it. It's, it's a little little hip. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was going to be it too. So, you know, what we didn't take, let's talk about that. Cause there's, yep. we can go through that list right now go ahead. without being honorable mentions as well. Yeah. We didn't take Beth because we are so, at least I look at it as Tom, you can have it. It's I'm so fatigued with Beth. No, it doesn't, you know, I'm whatever good. hard luck woman. I don't like the studio version. I like the double platinum version. I, I can't believe you didn't take that. I'm just tired of it. Um, I'm not, I'm not really a huge fan of the song to begin with. Not, I'm not necessarily tired of it. I just don't really like it, but yeah, that's okay. Go ahead. Matter to me. You picked, uh, yep. for honorable mention. I like, don't you let me down. Yeah. Easy love is an easy thing. Okay. That's terrible. Is <laughs> an easy thing. Oh What's my God. Uh, <laughs> rock me baby. I like that. It's okay. Uh, kiss the girl goodbye is not very good. Terrible. Oh, uh, kiss my career goodbye. After pretty that. much. Uh, I finally found my way. Oh, brutal. I know we've talked about that. 
Ozone. You don't like that. Ace's um, album is. You you think it's so overrated? Oh. Uh, I'm in le- I'm in need of love is kind of terrible, boring. Wipeout is funny. Terrible. I like Wipeout. It's all about drinking. Uh, Fractured Mirror, okay, but I'm not gonna rock out to a fucking acoustic. I love that. For, I remember when, like, when I first, well, again, when I said it earlier with speeding back to my baby, when I got, I love Fractured Mirror. I think it's a really cool so um, instrumental. Yeah, neither of us took Torpedo Girl. I was close. I was close. I, I like that song. Uh, you mentioned Into the Void. Yep. Um, I didn't take, and I don't think they're bad songs. I think they're very similar. All for the glory and all for the love of rock and roll. Terrible. No difference. Just they're not bad songs. They're decent. They're listenable. I don't think just, so. I, I do. The uh, when the, the light, Tom, yeah, the Tommy songs are way better than the Eric yeah. songs. When lightning strikes is pretty good. I like the riffs. He does great yeah. riffs. And, yep. And, yep. And that's a really like a good, nice little uh, yep. hard rock metal riff that he does there. And uh, we both took out of this world. Now, did you, you mention? Did you yep. mention I finally found my way off of yeah. psych? You did? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like, ugh. Terrible. Um, so you took, you do, uh, <laughs> rip it out, shock me, save your love, baby driver, speeding back to my baby, getaway, hooligan, hard times, two sides of the coin, tossing and turning, 2,000 man, talk to me. I took rocket ride, mainline. Hooked on rock and roll. Little Caesar. I'm gonna love you. Dark light. Dirty living. What's on your mind? Snow blind. Strange ways. I walk alone and I can't stop the rain. Oof. Oof. Yikes. That is a Mr. Feces approved list right there. <laughs> I will tell you though, if someone said, hey, uh, this concert's being played, Ace and Peter are touring. Hundred oh. bucks to see this concert. I'd fucking pay it. Yeah, didn't they do that in the eighties? The Bad Boys tour, or was it the nineties or whatever? Put, probably all the songs we didn't pick. They probably yeah, played. yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I love these songs. I so you had would. so let's look at what the, at the 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 twelve songs. Like how what we had for you had you had the variety. I mean, you had you had the Eric Carr song. You had the Bruce Kulick song. I mean, you yeah. had it all. Yeah, and Out of This World was an honorable mention. Yeah, um, I had. Uh, I'm gonna love you. Hooked on rock and roll. Uh, is that it? That I can't stop the rain. Three songs from Peter's solo album. I think you had one. Uh, yeah, I had tossing and turning. Yep, I had okay. f- I had four. I had four Peter songs, and the rest were uh, Ace for me. Yeah, what did you have from Ace's solo? You had rip it out. Three- yeah, rip it, rip it out, and speeding back to my baby. That's it. Yep. I had Snowblind, What's on Your Mind. That's it, right? And yeah, there's only oh, four yeah, yeah, songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. We only took four songs. We took as many Peter Chris solo album songs as Ace's solo. Oh, we're going to get bitched at for that. We took all of Dynasty songs, the three Ace and the one Peter. Yep. We took two out of the three on Unmasked for Ace. There's the. Uh, Elder song Dark Light. Um, we took all the three from the first three albums, Mainline, Strange Ways, and Getaway. Yep. Um, for the middle six middle three albums, we took Beth. I mean, we didn't take Beth and oh. we didn't take Hard Luck Woman, but we took Baby Driver, um, Hooligan, 
right? Yep. And uh, shock me. And yep. technically, if you want to say rocket rides. In rocket there. ride. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, a nice little variety. Yeah. It's a great list. I mean, I'd, I'd listen to either one of them. I mean, you have a little bit of that, like, you know, I can't stop the rain. Yeah, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> but other, other other than other than that, I, I I like your list. Nice little list there for us. Love it. Um, yep. We'll put it up. Our probably our poll will be which would you pick as your favorite Ace Peter? You know, this what sucks is if we put a poll out, do we put Beth in there? Like even though neither of us picked no. it. No, 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 no. We put a poll up of those. I, I would probably put. Now we'll we'll Rock figure it out. We'll figure rip out. it out. Shock me. And we'll figure out what the poll. The we'll line. we'll figure out what the poll is. We'll get to that. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, So, usually after uh, we have our topic, we go into a question. Yes. And we got a question this week from a very special listener, a longtime fan of the show, and uh, a gentleman who helped support us and our buddy Ed from Click T Shop by getting an awesome shout it out loud cash shirt for his uh, Kiss show that he went to. Oh, that's awesome. That is, that is uh, Mr. Todd Herrig. Todd, buddy, thank you so much. That was awesome. Um, uh, you, you got a shirt. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'm sure you did. You're a huge Kiss fan like we are. Um, and his question is if you could take Doc Brown's DeLorean back in time and attend a Kiss show that you've already seen before, which one would it be? This is actually easy for me, but go ahead. I would pick first, I would pick the 1980 Unmasked Kiss Tour. No, no, no. A show that we've been to. What? Yeah. A, sh- a, a show that we've already attended. If oh, you but that makes back, it easy. We'll okay, so why don't we add both? Because that makes it too okay. easy. Perfect. Obviously, I'd go to the reunion show with me, you, Murph, and whoever else wanted the McLucas. I think. Okay. With us. I would take that. That's obvious. We'll make an addendum to his to, to his question. Yeah. Okay. I would say if I could go to that, I would go to that because okay. that that concert, like the Auckland one, and a couple in England, they played one of my favorite songs, and you know that. Uh, You're all that I want. They yep. played three solo songs, I believe. Yep. Um, variety of tunes. I think it would be great to listen to. And Eric's first. Uh, maybe I'd go to the Palladium concert, Eric's debut, where they played all, "You're All That I Want," and see Eric's debut there. That would be different to say I was there at that. Maybe okay. that would be it. 1980 Palladium uh, concert in New York. Okay. All right. So you? you pick the so you pick the reunion tour. So I'm not going to pick that for if we could go back in time and see a show that we've already seen. What I would do is I would go back to the KISS convention that I went to in 1995 when they did that unplugged performance, you know, taking, taking, you know, requests from the fans, playing everything, even if they didn't know how to play it, they'd play like a couple bars or a chorus, and then they'd be like, fuck it, we don't know what we're doing, let's go to the next song. That Mm -hmm. was just insane. I mean, they played like, I mean, and you were sitting in the same room as them, it was just so unassuming, so casual, and they were just like right in front of you. Right now, I would love to go back and see that. Um, yeah, that Zeus, Zeus's Zeus's addendum to the uh, to Todd's question. This is easy for me. I would go back to the Alive Two Love Gun tour. You know, seventy seven yeah. Houston show or you know one of those famous shows, um, and I would just see that insanity because that's that's the pinnacle for me. That's okay. an easy one. Yeah, 
but I, but I do like. But you're right; those that unmasked tour was uh, was pretty wild too, especially those costumes. The, the and reason why I picked that too is because there's probably six, maybe songs in that set list yeah. that are kind of classics or popular songs that they never play. Yeah. But if you go to that Houston concert, what songs do we not have on a live edition? They're well, all you're right. We have them all. You're right. We know yeah. them all. We've had them all. We know them all. It, there's yep. nothing that it's going to surprise you, shock me. Um, on the on this one, you might hear New York Groove. You would hear Move On. You're all that I want. Is that you? Um, you know, and a few probably other ones. I think they played. No, you're right. That time period. You know. Yep. So to me, that's something different. Classic yep. Kiss makeup Kiss playing those songs because once they started touring again because they didn't tour on Elder. Yep. Then they skipped over and started touring on Creatures. By Creatures time, everything in between Love Gun to Creatures got thrown out. Like they weren't playing that shit. They had to hide that unmasked solo shit. Right. They no, you're right. Back you're back to songs that we've heard live. You yep. got a War Machine, I Love It Loud, and then Love Gun and all that. So you're missing it. The one period that they played different songs was that. Unmasked tour, I feel. Yeah, the, and, or, and or, Dynasty. Or, or, yeah, like the return of Kiss and then the Super Kiss and all that shit. Yeah, yeah right. But Peter, by that point, was like phoning it in. He was terrible and yep. whatever. But yep. I think that's where I would go. Eric and the Energy, to say that you were at the first Eric concert con- tour, I mean, and the only one that they played in, in, in the United States for that tour, I think that'd be super. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. That would be terrific. Agreed. Yep. And uh, yeah, so and like we said, Todd, again, thank you so much for uh, getting one of uh, one of our shirts from our logo designed uh, by our buddy Ed <clears throat> over at uh, Click T Shop, K L I C K T E E S H O P dot com. Check out check out yeah. all of his awesome uh, Kiss inspired gear, not just the shout it out loudcast stuff. Great stuff, Zeus. You wanted to add something there? Yeah, I was gonna say, don't forget. Ed is going to have a prize set up. We are doing the Kiss non-makeup madness tour coming up soon. Yep. So I'm going to I forgot to say that in the beginning of the episode, but yes, the Kiss non-makeup madness tour will set up the brackets all Kiss songs without makeup. We did one with makeup last year. This year it should be a lot of fun. We'll post it the brackets on Twitter and on uh, Facebook and you guys will be able to print out your own uh, sheet and uh, pick, and we'll have the polls going. It's going to be a lot of fun. Please yep. look out for that. It's going to be great, definitely. And uh, where can we find, uh, where can people find us as usual, Zeus? I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. All right. See you later, guys. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, <laughs> Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Um, interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We get DMs from you guys all the time. We love it. Email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com is basically our name at gmail.com. We love the emails. We always respond. We always read your stuff out loud. We, um, we got a few that we will read now. Uh, but before we do that, we always like to tell people to give us one of those five star child reviews so people can find our podcast. Please go on um, iTunes, go there to podcast. You find our podcast underneath. 
If you hit episodes and you scroll down to the bottom, it'll say something rate and review. Give us one of those five star child reviews and tell people why they should listen to us. Uh, hopefully it's for our good looks. So if you can do that, we'd appreciate it. You can also review us on like Stitcher, uh, Spotify, podchaser.com where you can get podcasts. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Tom, there was one um, new, uh, uh, what do you call it? iTunes review for us. And I'll read it to you right now. And I think it's fantastic. It's from Iowa, Iowa Scolger. If I'm yep. pronouncing that correctly, Iowa Scolger. Five star review. He titles it Rock and Roll Pneumonia. Gee, yeah. who says that? Um, <laughs> makes me want to dance all over someone's face. Oh, God. Now, you know that's a loyal listener when he says that. Yep. Um, thank you for that. Greatly appreciate it. We love the uh, the reviews that you guys give us on iTunes. Uh, we're, we're, we're still at five out of five stars. We love it. Thank you for those great ratings. Please keep them coming. We uh, Like the Kiss song says, uh, we greatly appreciate it. We also have some emails we're going to read. Correct? You got some, Tom? Or yep. is this on me? Uh, nope. I can pull it up here. Hold on. Let's see here. So we got an email from, oh, oh boy. Hold on. Here we go. Okay. So we got an email from a, a loyal listener, Angelo Capasso. Okay. And a uh, great email from him. Huge Kiss fan. Um, he says, I have to admit, prior to your podcast, I was a Peter, Ace, Gene, and Paul only guy. You guys have opened my eyes to the complete Kiss package. They're coming to Hartford Hartford in September. I think I have to go. I saw them in 79 Dynasty Tour, Hartford 85, 86, Lick It Up Tour, New Haven, 96 Reunion Tour in Hartford. I lost interest after Eric Carr passed away, but I'm telling you, your podcast has really moved me to listen to 90s and on Kiss. I feel like a 12-year-old again. By the way, I'm 52. But in my opinion, Gene's voice is the best. I'm a drummer. And Peter is underrated, and man, you have opened up my ears to Gene's bass playing. The guy is underrated. He's good. Keep up the great podcast, Angelo. Oh, that's pretty good. That's uh, awesome. Thank you, buddy. That is an awesome, awesome email. And the fact that uh, we can kind of get you to open your eyes and see how awesome the rest of that catalog is, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And that's, I think, what he said was what every podcaster wants to hear. Yeah. You talking about music got me to start listening to music more, and I started to appreciate. There is nothing better than us talking about Kiss and why we like Kiss and someone going, shit, I didn't realize this. Yeah, I'm starting to listen to this. Yeah, I like that opinion. I, I agree with you. There's it, it, there's nothing more satisfying. I think that's every one of our friends that are in the podcast world. They would probably say the same thing. What's I mean? You ask Stephen. You ask Steve. You ask Sonny. You ask them anytime they talk about it. Like, oh, you. What do we always say to each other? Oh, you should listen to this. No, no, no. You should listen to this. Yep. You're always trying to push like music onto people, and for us to have a Kiss podcast and someone to listen to Kiss and we open them up to something more. Holy shit, that's fantastic. What a great feeling. And yep. 
you know, I can't thank you enough. I'm sure Tommy feels the same way. Um, so thank you for that awesome email and, you know, keep them coming. Um, I think he also said something. Did he send us a second one? I believe he sent us a first email. Um, and it was just oh. talking about talking about the 45, the single with yeah. Shockey, Christine 16. And you guys I, had I, that conversation. Yeah. yeah. And I responded to him cause I told him I actually have, I actually have this, that single along with the 45 sleeve. I have that framed. Um, maybe I can post a picture of it and show him cause I, 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 I didn't, I didn't show him. Um, but yeah, we, we were talking about that. And then he followed up with that other great email about the, the show in general. So that was awesome. That's absolutely fantastic. Yep. So yeah, we love getting those. We got some comments this week, uh, on YouTube. We got some, um, what do you call it? Uh, iTunes reviews. Awesome. Keep the interactions going. Uh, we love our fans. We love our listeners. And we love Kiss, despite what you heard in the first uh, 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm shitting on it. Uh, yeah, but that's just us being honest. Yeah, no, I think you know, you're right, buddy. Passionate. You know, we love the band and we don't want to see this. So. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, you know what's next? Famous last words. Buddy, you got any? I'm looking for a station because there's no acceleration to get back. Speeding back. Speeding back. My gauge is showing red and my battery's dead. I better find one fast. Ooh, speeding back. <laughs> like, the, like the speeding back inputs there, Tom. It makes it you, you so need much better. It. You need um, it. Yeah, mine is pretty uh, short and sweet. I walk alone. Can't you see? I don't belong. Let me be. Everything I dreamed of being is me. Oof! Damn, that's deep. That's Carnival of Soul era lyrics. Love it. Mr. Bruce. Um, Guys, thank you very much for listening. Tom, thank you very much. Kiss Army, take care. Love ya. Thank you, everybody. And one more thing real quick before we go. Don't forget, we're part of Pantheon. And check out those other guys. And there might be something in the future involving that so thank you peace out girl scout It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.